0: Says the Gemara Daf Mem Dalid. We we are now up to Amar Mar, the third line uh, from the from the top of the Amud. Here we go. Continuing on the topic of two Ksubas with different amounts. How we view each one of the Ksubas Amar the Tana taught us Iboi If she wants to collect with the first Ksuba, the earlier Ksuba that only had only, but it had the two hundred zuz of a regular Besula. She could collect from that one, or she could collect the second suba that also said three hundred zuz. However, why wouldn't she collect the second one? Because it only gives her a lien from the second, from a later date. So, if there's any other, there's any other liens on the property, the you know she she there's you know it's a trade off. It's trade off over here. You you might be able to collect higher value, but you're gonna you're not gonna be first in line. On collecting the property. So says the Gemara. Lima Prigir let's say this Tana argues on Rub Nachman Dam Rab Nachman Sne If you have two Shtarais, if you have two documents, I'm sorry, yeah. If you have two documents, Hayatz and that come out, meaning it's revealed to us and we see that they have different dates. You know what you know what it says? You know what i says? Rav Nachman has a whole different view when you have two documents he says like this if you have two documents that argue you follow the second document it must be things changed and the second document nullifies the first document now what we're learning now from the brises contradicts rav nachman so let's say this argues on rav nachman answer the gemara no love himar allah didn't we already say amar of Papa, might rav nachman rav nachman will agree the be Dikla, if somebody adds on in the second document, for example, he adds on a palm tree, the Then the second document is not coming to knock off the first document. he's actually coming to add on. So that's how we'll explain of Nachman here as well. Hakanami He'll fit very well with our Brisa because over here, he added he wrote 300 instead of 200. When you're adding something on, the second document is not necessarily coming to, to nullify the first document, it's coming to add on. To the first document. So the first document may very well uh, be in place. And um, Rav Nachman may agree that she should, she could collect from whichever one she prefers. Okay. Gufa. We just learned. We just read. Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says. We have two documents that have different dates. Seem to be arguing on each other. The later document always overrides the first document, Amar of Papa, the Papa says, that if there's an addition, something additional in the second document, that's going to work. The first document is giving it over through a sale, and the second document is going to be considered a gift. And he's coming to strengthen the kayach, the because of the halachas of Bar Mitzra. Now, again, When the second document is adding any sort of strength to the first document, everyone's going to be in agreement that the second document is not coming to knock off the first document, it's coming to add to the second document. Now, over here, the second document is going to accomplish something called Dina Dibar Mitzvah. What's Dina Dibar Mitzvah? This is a very, very important halacha, which is that if somebody's ever selling their land, their field, their obligation is to give first dibs on the property, first dibs on the property go to neighbors. You allow the neighbor first to expand, expand the property. So if you have a property that's valued at a half a million dollars, and you have an option to sell it to your best friend who lives elsewhere, or your neighbor also wants to buy that field for the, for the going price, for the regular price, Dina Debar Mitzvah says that the, you have a din to sell it to your neighbor. now. The, um, the halacha is if somebody were to come and buy the field without giving the neighbor a chance to purchase it, okay? So Bezdin is actually going to remove the deed from his name and give it, have the neighbor give the purchaser the money back and give the field to the neighbor. Okay. So now here's the deal, Dina debar mitzvah. Let's bring this full circle for our gemara. Does that apply when you're giving somebody a present, or when you're when you're accomplishing a sale? So I have a field worth a half a million dollars. I want to give somebody a present. I want to give my best friend a present, a half a million dollar field. Can my neighbor now show up and be like, oh, Dina De Bar Mitzvah, you should have given it to me. No. Of course not. When does Dina Bar Mitzvah apply? When you're selling it. You could have sold it to your neighbor, done the right thing, made life easier for him. You went at it, that's what Dede Bar Mitzvah is take it away. So over here, it says the Gemara of something Gishmak. If somebody originally had a sale document to somebody else, and then he changed it to a gift document... He just added something on Because now Bezdin cannot take it away From this guy Who's producing the gift document They're going to come to him and say Oh you should have given it to them He says what do you mean Now it's a, it's a gift When it comes to gifts There's no Allah So that when the second uh, docu- When uh, the first document has a, Had a power of a sale And the second document Has the power of a gift You are actually adding something That has that, that is, uh, that it's a real teisafes, it's a real addition. The kosh gain, let's keep, let's keep uh, uh, learning over here, let's keep reading. The kosh gain, and how much more so, rishayim Let's say the first document was written as a gift. And the second document was written as a sale. I'll say, oh, there, there's a gain to that as well. Because if it's a gift, then somebody who, who uh, pre- I previously owed money to could take the field from that gift. But a sale, you're actually going to have to, uh, you know, if somebody wants to collect from something that somebody else paid for, it's going to be a lot longer of a process before you're able to collect it. Like if if uh, somebody has a lien on a property from 1990, and uh, he says, you know, if by the year 2000. We don't uh, pay it off, so you're gonna have the the, the lien. The, you can only t- the the first place you go to to collect the liens is from any gifts and things of that sort, where you're not really causing the person any really financial loss. They're just taking away their gain. After that, you'll be, you know a- after that, if they're still the neichanami, you'll have to you know you'll be able to move on to the sales. But you're you're kind of changing the order that you're able to create from. Okay. Um. Ella Ishnay Bemekhar Ishnaim Bematona, but even if both of them are bemechar, even if both of them are about sales or both of them are about gifts, Pito Shinya Sarishan, that's where Av Nachman says the second Maton the, the second document nullifies the first document. My time, oh why, Rafa Amar Oidoya Udalay. Maybe he wrote a second one because he wants to remove the first one. Rabak Amarabakha says, Imra Khulei Achelishi Budei. The, what he's saying is is that he wants to, you know, he wants to remove the earlier lean. If let's say you have witnesses that come that are, uh, we'll call them weak witnesses, witnesses that have a, 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 a defect. Also, I'm sorry, I lost the place. And as far as paying back the fruits, if somebody received the field, Right, and he ate fruits from it, so whose field was it, whose field was it all along? If it was never the guy who gave it to him, he's gonna have to pay back for anything, uh, for anything that he ate. Also, ulitaska, and also as far as who pays the taxes. Also, all those things are gonna make a make a difference and have different financial value based upon the date on the on the document. Okay. Says the Gemara, bottom line, bottom line, let's get our luck over here. Ready? What's the halacha of a ksuba? Does it start at the time that the ksuba is dated? Does it start at the time of the nisuin? Does it start at the time of the erisin? What is the halacha of Ksubah When does ksuba start? Tashmakam, listen, Dhamma of yudah, mishmur, mishmur, glasub, Shimon, Mana masayim, and erisin, the initial 100 or 200 in every ksuba. That starts from the moment you put a ring on her finger anything additional written in starts only from the time that they move in together. They have irisin, they have chuppah, all ksuba starts strictly from the time of nesuin. Both the initial amount and the addition starts from the time of nesuin. Okay. So now we know the halacha and the halacha as expected Follows the majority opinion. Follows the opinion of the Chachamim Gavaldik. All right, let us get going. Says the Says the Mishnah. We now have a Mishnah going to take us down to the bottom of an, uh, bottom of the Amud. Now, we're a little familiar with the next with the next topic. We never really delved into it. Let's give give a little bit of a background. Before, until now, we've been dealing with. Maanis and Mafata, Somebody violates, seduces a nara who is a a uh, b'sula. Now over here, let's say you have somebody who marries a nara Basula, and then afterwards he says, "Remember, they're getting married on Monday and Thursday on on uh, on, on Wednesday, right?" Besula, this is Yom getting married on Wednesday, so that he can go to Besdin if there's any claim about her, Besulim, about her virginity. So now, the husband wants to come and claim that actually, she's forbidden to him. She's forbidden to him. She was promiscuous during the time of Aresin, she was a married woman, and he comes with a claim against her, and he brings witnesses. Okay, he brings witnesses. So the Allah is gonna be, there's there's gonna be a chi of Misa. She's a married woman, She's an ashesish, and there's a chiyav misa over here. Now, what happens if these witnesses are proven to be false? So now, so now, there's something called mighty shamra, which is an expression we use in general whenever somebody slanders somebody somebody else. Loshin hara is when somebody speaks negativi, uh, negatively about somebody else, and it's true. Okay, loshin hara specifically to when it's true. Mighty shamra is when it's not true. The people say, oh, it's Hara. It, very often, it's my shemra, Because not only are you gossiping, gossip is when it's true, slander is when you're gossiping, and, um, and it's not true. Okay, so again, you, have, you bring these witnesses that, uh, that she was promiscuous during the Eroson. If it turns out to be true, she's Chayim Misa. If it turns out to be not true, then there's going to be Malkus, there's going to be a fine that we, uh, that we give the husband. So here we go. Says the Mishnah, You have a family. You have a woman who converts along with her daughter, Vizinsa. And this daughter who converted was Mizanna. Alright, she was Mizanna. Now, when was she Mizanna? When did she commit adultery? While she had Arisen as a Nara says in the Mishnah, the death penalty over here, because she's a married woman, harezu The death penalty over here is with chenek. Is with chenek, which is death by the sword. Okay. Einla, lay She doesn't have the halacha at the time that she's, she's taken out to death to walk by the father's house, which normally you do have. V'lai me'asela. Also, if, the, if it turns out to not be true, she doesn't receive the fine of a hundred cell that usually the husband is going to have to pay the father. If let's say she, um, she was born Jewish, but her mother became pregnant before the conversion, then the halach is going to be she's going to have the status the, the same death penalty if the accusations turn out to be true as any other Jewish nara. However, still the angel Pesach be'sa'av. She's still not going to have those other halachas. Everything was with B'Kedusha, which means that she never converted. The mother converted. And after the mother converted, she became pregnant with her. Then, she's going to have the same halacha as any other Jewish-born girl. Again, as long as her conception as well, At the time that she was conceived, the mother was already Jewish. Okay? And the Mishnah wraps up and says, yeshla av ve'eim Pesach be'isav. Let's say you have a regular Jewish Nara, uh, Nara Hamurasa, a married Nara. Let's say she has a father, but her father is homeless. Father doesn't have a house. So usually they would go to the father's house on the way to the death. Luckily the father has a house, but her father's not around. He's he's not around. We don't know where he is. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's somewhere. We don't know. Harezu beskila... The halacha in both these cases is she's high I mean, the lack of ability to walk by the father's home doesn't get in the way of the type of death penalty. The reason why it says Pesach B'Sa'av is the way it should be done, but it's not ma'akev. It's not ma'akev. It doesn't get in the way of carrying out the, that specific penalty. Okay, fine. Fascinating Mishnah. Now we're shifting into this halacha again of a Nara, Hamurasa, as well as, who's Mizana, as well as, um, the halachas of Mighty Shamra. How do we know the halachas of our Mishnah, Umar, of Shesha's Damar, Krova, Mesa? It says that she's Chaya Misa. Ramesa, she's obligated in death. The rabbi said, You know when your of Misa, even her conception was not Jewish, but she was born Jewish, she's going to have the, the, the death penalty of Skelah of stoning, just like any other Jewish says, one second, if that's true, that when she's conceived to a non-Jewish woman and born to a Jewish woman, she has the same death penalty, why do we say she gets the same death penalty? However, there's no Malchus on the husband, and there's no hundred-seller penalty. It should be the same exact thing. There Shouldn't be a difference. A Markrov, a Mesa. So the answer to the Gemara, no. The death penalty, the Mesa is exactly the same. However, the death penalty is the same, but not the knas. The fine you don't get. Ah, how do you know? Maybe the same way the death penalty is the same. Everything else is the same too. And not only that. I'm sorry. Not that everything else is the same. No, we understand that. But what about a case where 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 both her conception and the birth were bkdusha? Why don't we say also only Vamesa? and not anything else. You can't say that, because when she's conceived to a Jewish convert, and born Jewish convert, she's a regular Yisraelist. So why would I think there's any difference? Of course it's the same. You can't learn how to drusha to make her different than anybody else. She's no different than anybody else. Maybe it's coming to include Maybe it's only coming to include a case where nothing was done. In the state of Jules where both the conception and the birth were not in a state of kedusha, it Says we want to know M Cain, if that would be true, my We wouldn't use the word Yisro, we would use the word Giyaris. Okay. Amr <speaking in Hebrew> Vesi says, A Shemra Ali Potter, a husband who spreads my shemra about the Nara Murasa is potter from the Knas. anara the fine of a hundred silver skull must be paid to the father of this girl, prat Lazu, Shain laav, excluding this orphan. That doesn't have a father. There's no knas. Uh, fascinating. If let's say the father refuses to allow... Um, to allow her to marry this guy, who um, you know, who who is mafat to her, the rabbi Yisayim of comes to include an orphan in receiving a fine. These, this is the opinion of Rabbi so you see, there is going to be a fine, even by Yisayim. Uh, what happened was at the time of of the um, of the bia. Um, the father was alive And then afterwards She became an orphan Okay That's where we say There's a kenas. However Let's say The entire time there was no father. There was just Pitu. Uh, at the, even at the time of Pitu, even at the time of the seduction, there was no father alive. Then we're, gonna, we're going to agree there will be no knas. There will be no fine. Ravam, um, Rava says Chayv actually a Yosayma will receive a fine. My memai, where does he know that from? did the Ami, because Ami taught us Besulas Yisrael Any time you have a Besulas Yisrael, you receive the knas, but not Besulas Gairim. She's not a convert. She gets a Knaas. One second. If you're going to tell me that even if she's an orphan, you're going to receive the kenas, receive a fine. That's why we exclude. We have to know. Okay, but not a, not a convert. If you're going to tell me that a Yisraelis, even if there's, if she's an orphan, doesn't get the Knaas, how should be a potter? If the soul is not going to get a kanas, how much do you have to even give me a chiddush about geirim? Because geirim are automatically going to be orphans, quote unquote. Why? Because they don't have any blood relatives once they, uh, uh, unless it was born after the conversion, but prior to the conversion, she's no longer related to the father. Fascinating. Amr Ishlakish. Ishlakish says, "How mighty shemra katana Somebody surprised mighty shemra about a ten year old. So the husband comes says, "Ah, oh, taina's Basulim, Yeah. Nara. you only pay the father of a girl who's in the stage of Nara. Nara She has to be a real Nara, not a 10-year-old, not 11. she's got to be between 12 and 12 and a half. Maslerva That's a challenging question. one second. Nara. The reason why if somebody is mighty Shemra on a katana, there's no knas is because it says the word Nara. Hav achi? If the Torah wouldn't have said the word nara, how am I going to feel katana? I would say even a katana, you have to pay uh, for maitsi shamra haksiv. But it says when emes hayadavar. Let's see. It turns out to be true. Meaning, meaning uh she, you know, she was having um forbidden relations. If v'le nimtzu basul menara byiziyas nara el There's achi of misa that doesn't apply to a ten year old. There's no chi of misa on a ten year old katana lav bas anshimi. A 10-year-old, a minor, doesn't receive any sort of punishment. Ela Khan nara. Ha'kol ma'kev'shemar nara. at kitana Masha, We had that earlier. And that is, if it says nara with a hey at the end, that means a literal nara. Full nara, full-fledged, 12, 12, and 6 months. However, if it says nara without a hey, that's going to include even a kitana. Tani shila. Shila taught us, shalosh midais benara. There are three midais three traits um, that apply to a Nara over over here we're talking, tra- talking about a nara rasa right a Nara who has arisen. and these are the three traits <speaking in Hebrew> if Adam come when she already moved in with her husband she already had a and they said shazinsa <speaking in Hebrew> she now moved in with her husband, and they come and they say, You should know, we know she was mezana beforehand, before she moved in after Arison. So then we say to, about this Nara, I saw Al Pesach We bring her to stone her by the entrance of the father's house, which is the Pasuk and the Taira Kalamar. Why? To tell the father, Re-u she-gidaltem. If this girl at such a young age is involved in, in, in doing such things, excuse me, while doing such things so it's got to be something that has to do with your home Mr. Father what if witnesses come during Erison telling us she was Mizana during the Erison then we stone her at the entrance of the gates of the city okay, the gates of the city lost the place, sorry Bagda Let's say she had the Avera and then Ulusaif Bagra, and then she became a Beigeras. So then what we do is, in other words, so she had Erison, and now she's a, uh, a, a uh, Beigeras. So they're testifying later about what happened earlier. So we say, doin She's obligated with Chenech. She wasn't Ashish. She's going to be Mechuy of Misa. But she's not going to receive the regular punishment of a nara hamurasa. Okay, so these are the three midais that Sh- that Shilo taught us um, about a nara. Again, if they come after Nesu'in telling us about Erasin, ab- about what happened during Erasin, so then we stone her at the at the entrance of the house of the father. If they if everything's during Erasin, we stone her at the entrance of the city. And if they testify when she's a Begeres about something that happened as a Nara, then she's going to get the regular Misa of an Eshashish, which is with Khanek and Bez Hashem tomorrow on Matzi Shabbos. We will pick up trying to understand these three Midais and this statement of Shiloh and where he gets his sources from. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, everybody.